Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. And today we are talking about what self love looks like. So let's get, go ahead and jump right into our topic. So I want to start by saying that self love is underrated. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's totally underrated. Um, it's like self love, self care literally anything that has to deal with taking care of ourselves, anything that is like self-focused, I believe is super underrated. And a lot of us pass up providing ourselves self-love because we make so many other things in our lives more important. You know, we think that there will always be time for loving ourselves after we do all these other things in our lives. You know, we always push it to the side, say no, do it later, do it tomorrow, do it next week, next month. But the thing that I have realized like over time and thinking about this is if you put it off for too long, you will have a lot to make up for than you would if you had practiced self-love on the regular. And that might not sound very worrisome. That might not bother anyone else, but it bothers me because generally what will happen is if we don't, if we aren't practicing self-love, we will slowly but surely fall into these pits of despair and our mindset will just become trashed and you know we will get so out of sorts with who we are and what we want and what we need to do and how and and then we'll also be emptying ourselves so we won't be able to you know help other people because you as cliche as it sounds can't pour from an empty cup and it's just much easier to bounce back if you're doing it on the regular I, I think that a lot of people would agree with it when you think of it that way. So yeah, I think that's just, it's just better to practice self-love more on the regular. And just so we're all on the same page, self-love is the appreciation of yourself. So if you're not like quite sure what that is, a lot of people will exchange it with self-care, which is fine. But yeah, self-love is the appreciation of yourself with this appreciation growing. The more we support our physical, psychological, and spiritual needs. And a lot of those things, you might be like, I don't even understand how to support those things. But today I am going to give you a few tips of what, you know, giving yourself self-love would look like. Um, But there's going to be many different ways that you can approach this. It just depends on what kind of person you are. So yeah. And it's also, so along with, you know, um, supporting our physical, psychological, and spiritual needs. It's having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness and taking care of your own needs and not, this is like the best part, and not sacrificing your well-being to please others, which is something that I practice on the regular all the time. I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but it's just so tough. Like if you are a very basic generalized people pleaser, you do not put yourself first ever, ever, ever. No, your top priority is everyone else. And so this is really how I really fell into not practicing self-love because I was focusing all my attention and energy and sacrificing things that would actually be good for me and take care of my needs for the well-being of others, which is a habit that we all should try to focus on getting out of. Uh, and you know, this appreciation can mean something different, like I said, for everyone, and can happen in many different ways, depending on the person, you know, depending upon who you are, what you're all about, what you enjoy, what gives you life, what makes you feel refreshed, 
what makes you feel relaxed, what makes you feel whole, what makes you feel taken care of. And taking the time to figure out what self-love looks like for you is pretty important to your mental health. Like I, you might think it doesn't, you might think it's just another passing thing. Like, yeah, I don't need a spa day or I don't need a nap on the couch, but it's not just all of those things. It can include those things. I love those things. Those things I just named are my favorite, (laughs) but it doesn't necessarily have to be those things. But yeah, you do need to take the time to figure it out for your mental health. You know, self-love can motivate us to make healthier choices and cause us to nurture ourselves better the more that we do it, which is how it ties into mental health, which is why we should try to make it a priority in our lives. So today I want to chat about what self-love could look like with a few examples, and I have seven examples, and I know I am typically jumping into the list a little bit earlier than I normally would in the episode. However, I don't think I really need to dive that much deeper into self-love because it's pretty easy to understand if you just understand that it's appreciation for yourself. It's 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 loving yourself. It's take care, taking care of yourself and it's not ignoring the ignoring your own needs. Like I don't really need to um tell you more than that. I don't need to over define it. However, I will tell you before we jump into the tips that self-love is something that we will also all deny ourselves because we don't think that we are worth it. And that was also part of my struggle, not only being a people pleaser, but feeling like I wasn't worthy of my own time, my own attention, because I thought I was a bad person or I wasn't uh, measuring up to my own expectations or other expectations that were or are thrusted upon me. And a lot of times our self-worth will really cause us to view life and view ourselves through a lens of so many harsh, you know, negative ways of thinking because we are holding ourselves to standards that are super unfair. We are also taking in so many criticisms and opinions as if they are facts and we aren't taking a step back to look at the whole perspective and understand how amazing we all are and how it's okay to fail and make mistakes and it's okay to start over and it's okay to have to learn things multiple times, um, which is all plays into feeling like we aren't worth the self-love and the self-care because we don't feel like we've earned it. We don't feel like we've done enough good things to have self-love, but I want you to know that we all have, we all deserve it, and we all need to understand that whatever crap you've been through, how bad you feel like you're doing at life, how crappy life is, how much you've had to learn and understand and relearn and mistakes and failures you've had to go through, you still deserve self-love. And if someone else is telling you otherwise, tell them to suck it because it's not true. They're wrong. They're wrong. And if they are diligently thinking that that is like trying to tell you this information that you don't deserve it because you haven't worked hard enough or that you are silly for engaging in it, tell them that they really need to look inward and find out why they are so persistent in telling someone else that they don't deserve self-love because maybe it's because they don't feel like they deserve self-love and they haven't been giving it to themselves but they are projecting those feelings onto you because it's easier to point the finger at someone else than to point the finger at yourself. So just kind of want to give that PSA because sometimes we do struggle with that. So on to the tips. Let's chat about 
what self-love can look like with my seven examples. So the first example I have is being unapologetic about what heals you and makes you better and stronger. We shouldn't be apologetic about what heals us. So whether it is time alone or time with family and friends or needing to get away to a different place or just making other what could be considered radical and dramatic changes in your life, like it, it it's going to be whatever is best for you, right? It's whatever is going to heal you. And that's what's important. And you shouldn't have to apologize about that. And what makes you better and stronger is going to cater differently to every single person in the world. And that's super important because if it were all the same, I don't think there'd be that many problems in the world because it would be all the same. We'd all just be able to put a band-aid on it and everyone would be able to help each other because nothing was different about each other, right? So it's important for you to not be apologetic about what heals you, makes you better and stronger because those things are super important. And if you are self-aware enough to understand what those things are, then you are well ahead of so many other people. Because you're able to nip things in the bud and take care of them right from the get-go as opposed to letting things just grow and grow and get more painful and painful and then to figure it out. So consider yourself lucky if you already know what those things are. The second example I have for you is trusting your own process, even with people who don't agree. This can be really hard. This is so hard for me. So hard. It's even still hard for me. It's hard for me to understand that I have my own path and journey that I'm going down that people wouldn't agree with, that people would question, even people really close to me. And, you know, sometimes it's because of genuine concern and love and care. And other times it's because of jealousy. And other times it's just them projecting their feelings on you. And other times it's just confusion and misunderstanding. But regardless of all those things, it's important for you to trust your own process. And even if it's not like a really big, dramatic change in your life, even if it's just, you know, making the decision to take a different way home because you prefer it, like, you know, trust your own process, trust the way that you are doing things, even if people don't agree. Now, if they're trying to give you constructive criticism, sure, listen, take what you need from it, accept that. But if they're just blatantly being like, yeah, don't do this. You know, we don't think you should do this. We are going to call you names because you're doing this. Like that's totally unacceptable. And you need to understand that they're really just trying to create a blockade in your life, but you need to bust through that and continue on. And that would be self-love because you're doing what's important to you and not basing your decisions on what someone else is saying as if they're facts when they're only opinions. The third example that I have for you is changing your mind if something doesn't feel right or doesn't work out the way you imagined. Now this can be tough because there are certain things that you're going to want to stick out and give it a try, but then there's other things where you just might change your mind because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like you made the right choice. It doesn't feel like you're with the right person. It doesn't feel like you're in the right place. It doesn't feel like you, you went the right way, right? And it's okay if you want to change your mind. People are allowed to change their minds. Now, this might make other people upset, which I'm not telling you you shouldn't do it for that reason. I'm telling you that so that you understand that people might be upset and so that you are prepared for that because who cares if they're upset or not, right? You can change your mind if it doesn't feel right. You shouldn't stay in an uncomfortable place just just to make someone else happy. None of us should be doing that. And if we are you know, surrounded by people that are going to continually judge us for making changes in our life, then I don't think they really care about you that much. Or they're super um, having a, a really big misunderstanding about what's going on 
in your life and what you want and what your drives and desires are. So yeah, it's okay. You can love yourself by allowing yourself to change your mind if something changes, if something's different. That's okay. Or it doesn't work out the way that you imagined, right? And I'm not saying that you just quit everything in the beginning because you feel like it's not going to be as great as you thought. I'm saying give it some time and then make an actual qualified decision. Oh, this isn't going to work out. Or, oh, I don't really like this. Okay, fine. That's fine. And that is your choice. The fourth example I have for you is taking as much time as you need to heal and understand what you're going through or have gone through. This is a big one because a lot of people will compare themselves to someone else or the people that are lending their support to you will compare what you're going through to them and say that, oh, you should only need this much time to get over this thing. When no one knows the answer to that, sometimes not even the person that is going through the experience knows how long it is going to take them to heal. But everyone likes to make up an amount of time and everyone likes to, you know, project their thoughts and feelings of how long it should take on that onto that person, which is so unfair, right? Even more so if you have never experienced what they're going through. Like let's say someone in their family died that they were super close to and the support person has never experienced that. They can't be like, oh, you'll be fine in a couple of months. Like, what if they're not fine in a couple of months? You know, my mom died when, in 1999 when I was 13. And, you know, it took me like oh, at least 15 years to really, like, get past it without having my heart break. 15 years. 15 freaking years. So, and some people might be like, oh, after a year or two, you should be fine. But it just, it just depends on what you went through, how your emotions are, you know, how you cope with things, how you deal with pain. So invoke the self-love and understand that you can take as much time as you need to heal from things, even if it's just a breakup, you know, even if it's like some other loss that you're having. And taking the time to actually understand what you're going through or what you have gone through in your past is super important too. And that is showing yourself self-love because you're not just trying to block it out. You're not just trying to forget it. You're trying to understand what happened, what you can learn from it, what you can glean from those experiences and take that with you into the future, which I think is super smart and very mature and a way to love yourself, show yourself self-love. The fifth example that I have for you is spending less time in toxic environments. So this can be a group of friends, maybe just one friend, maybe it's a workplace. It can be several different places. Maybe it's even the gym if you have a bunch of jerks there, which would be super unfortunate, especially if it was me because I love the gym. Luckily, I'm able to work out at home, but yeah, that would be super sucky. So anyway, whatever the environment is, you have the right you know, you have the decision to make to love yourself more by spending less time in those toxic environments because they are rubbing off on you, because they don't promote any, any positive energy, because they don't push you to become your best self, you know, all kinds of other reasons. Um, but yeah, I do believe that showing yourself self-love would be by spending less time in those toxic environments and not um, absorbing those people and behaviors. The sixth example I have for you on, on what self-love can look like is, is saying no when you don't want to do something or be involved. Personal boundaries, you got to say no if you don't want to. And I know it's hard, especially if you're a people pleaser like me and you just and a perfectionist because you just, you want to say yes. You want to 
give them what they want. You want to put a smile on their face. You want to make them happy because you feel like it reflects on you positively. But if you really don't want to do it, you're not going to have fun and you're going to have regrets and resentment. It's not worth it. It's not worth all those negative feelings and emotions. It's really not. So by showing yourself, like self-love can definitely look at look like actually invoking personal boundaries of saying, no, I don't want to do this. Even if they're your best friend, you know, even if they're your family, you're just like, no, I can't. I don't want to. This doesn't feel good or this isn't right or I don't have the time or the energy. Great. Great. They'll have to deal with it. And that is your right. Uh, The seventh and this final example I have for you on what self-love can look like is taking a break from self-judgment. So hard because we have to live with ourselves day in, day out. But if you want to show yourself some self-love, stop judging yourself. Even if you just put like a timer on and do it for like an hour, if you're someone that judges yourself a lot during the day, or you can just like take a day and be like, okay, I'm not going to judge myself. And then when it comes up, I'm going to like pop out a different affirmation or I'm going to have a moment of meditation or gratitude and I'm going to have those materials that I need ready so I can just say the things out loud and get back to not judging myself. Because the more time that you take off from judging yourself, the better that you'll feel about yourself. The more your self-worth will grow, the stronger you will feel in your mind, in your body, in your soul. I promise you. So it's important for you to Take those breaks until the breaks are not even needed because it's not something that you're doing on the regular. It just pops up here and there because I, I don't believe that it's totally going to go away. I just believe that you're going to be able to dampen it a whole heck of a lot. But that's all the tips I have for you today and talking about what self-love looks like. And yeah, that's all for this episode. I do want to remind you, if you're having a hard day, if you're having a tough day, if you're struggling... If you'd really just like to leave this day behind and you want to draw a line in the sand and decide that you are restarting your day right now, you are able to do the five-minute reset, which is to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You're able to take a break from any issues or burdens that are dragging you down, come up with resolutions for problems and issues that you're dealing with alone or with someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful that you're able to play a video game. You can be grateful that you finally remember to water your plants. You can be grateful that you got to take a walk today. And you can be grateful that you had enough extra money to go out for dessert. It doesn't matter. You can be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of the day. Because hopefully reviewing your gratitude list and spending more time thinking about the blessings and positives in your life will help you realize that by spending more time focused on those things, it'll help you get through any negative times and experiences you may go through. Not 100% positive, not even close, but as much as you can. And yeah, so take that if you need it. But yes, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. Don't forget to check the description box below with notes for the show. Where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or send me an email at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. Also visit my website, sabrinajoy.com, to listen to the show, to donate to the show, to see cute pictures of me and my dog. Um, or to watch my funny YouTube channel. So that is it. Uh, Just so you know, the next episode coming up after this one, we'll be talking about overcoming resentment. But until next time, have a good one, and I will see you next time. Bye, guys.